0: Welcome to Glass Talk, Canada's podcast for the architectural glass industry. Now here's your host, Patrick Flannery.
1: Hi, I'm here with Bonnie Cable from AKR Consulting. How are you, Bonnie?
0: I'm good, Pat. How are you?
1: I'm good. Thanks so much for coming back. It's, it's, you know, it's great how generous you've been with your time helping us out with this uh i know uh it's uh (laughs) it's been unusual hasn't it
0: it has and you know thank you very much for having me um we've been getting so many calls from companies that you know they want to hear the updates so thank you for having me
1: yeah that's good I, i i think we're you know i i hope so i think we're doing something uh good for everybody here in uh in in trying to at least keep them abreast of what's going on. That's such a moving target and everything happens so fast. You, uh, you know, I I could probably have you on every day, but uh, (laughs) no one, no one has time for that. (laughs) So it's just wild. Well, we're, we're in the context today, Bonnie, of, uh, I don't know if you saw those U S jobless, uh, uh, unemployment numbers, uh, 6.6 million people filing for unemployment benefits in one week. That's ten million this uh, in in March. Oh, that might have been over the, only the last three weeks. I think since the last unemployment report, it, it's it's historic. It's never been seen before, and uh, you know we're obviously on the brink of uh, you know some major upheaval, right?
0: Yes, we are.
1: It's disturbing. I I, I and I, I I feel for the Americans because I, I you know while I don't I think it goes state by state, and I don't know you know exactly what all their What all their setup is uh, uh, everywhere. I I get the feeling, uh, you know, just from hearing the interviews on TV, that uh, you know a lot of them don't feel like they have many options if they're not working. Uh, And uh, and I don't I don't know how much support they always get. Anyways, if you're if you're listening in the states, good luck. I hope uh, (laughs) I I hope that uh, works out for for everybody one way or another. Anyways, here we're probably going to see a, a similarly grim. Unemployment situation, um, but the government, I, I think, is doing um, something to try to uh, to stave that off or or at least mitigate it, uh, dampen down the the impact. It was uh, last week they so, announced that the uh, wage subsidy was was going up to seventy five percent. Why don't Why don't you tell us a little bit about what that is? And,
0: so you had just mentioned those numbers about six million declaring unemployment, mm-hmm. filing for unemployment in the U.S. We had a similar number. Um, the week of March 20th, where half a million people right. filed for unemployment right. and that was up from 25,000 the previous week. And oh. I think that that is what triggered the, um, the announcement by the Trudeau government. And that was last Friday.
1: Yeah. Cause so the feeling, have- the feeling there was that EI wouldn't even be able to deal with that volume of, of claims, right. Uh, much less actually pay them out.
0: Well, exactly. It's dealing with the the volume of claims, and then getting a country back on their feet after all of this is said and done. Mm-hmm. Right,
1: right, exactly. So one of the the alternatives then to to straight up EI was this um, uh, was was a wage subsidy that 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 goes to employers. Um, the initial number was pegged at ten uh, percent. That created some consternation because obviously that's not very much. And then uh, a couple of weeks later, I guess it was, or maybe not even that long, uh, they put it up to, uh, to 75% uh, and then immediate questions about that. And, and, and they tried to clarify that there would be, um, it was for businesses that saw a 30% reduction in their revenues. Why, why don't you tell us uh, all about that, Bonnie, and, and how people qualify?
0: The wage subsidy that was announced last Friday from the Trudeau government was a 75% wage subsidy. Um, and to to qualify, um, a business needs to experience a decrease in revenue of thirty percent in either either um, March, April, or May. Okay. So the wage subsidy will cover seventy five percent of uh, a gross T four wage up to eight hundred and forty seven dollars per week. Okay. So if we if we do the math, the wage subsidy we'll cover a person's gross earnings who is earning up to 58700 a year. Okay. So if you earn 58700 per year, that works out to one thousand one hundred and twenty-eight eighty-four a week. And that takes 75% of that, you get $847.
1: Yep. Okay. Got it. <clears throat> and, that, now and, then, and then the way that they're calculating whether you've lost this 30%, is year-on-year year versus whatever, I guess, you, were, you reported on your taxes last year? Do you know how they're doing it?
0: There's a tremendous amount of trust with this particular program, and, and the Trudeau government has emphasized that. Like they don't, They're not going to be able to administer and, and check into every single company that's applying. So they, they've said that there will be uh, huge penalties mm-hmm. for companies that fraudulently apply for this. Okay. Um, but what they're what they're asking is they're they're saying that okay, well, if your sales have decreased in either March, April, or May year over year, and you can show that, and I guess you're just gonna print out your invoicing from March, April, and May of last year and compare it to this year, hmm. that would be the only backup that you would have. Hmm. I would imagine
1: wow. Yeah, I know. I know. One of the things too they were warning against was um, any of that money not making it back to the employee, the actual employee. That was another big warning yes. that that, that Morneau, I think put out there. And yeah. for sure, you know, th- none of our none of our listeners would ever do something like that, Bonnie.
0: <laughs> I want to I want to give a few other notes. It'll be in place for twelve weeks, and it's retroactive to March fifteenth of this year. Okay. And it ends June sixth. So it goes from March fifteenth, twenty twenty, to June sixth, twenty twenty. And in a couple of important notes, the wage subsidy will not be in place for three to six weeks. And what that's going to mean is companies will still need to meet payroll during that time period. Mm-hmm. So having the cash flow to cover it is going to be, you know, that's going to be a big issue for companies. Mm-hmm.
1: And to get it, they're talking about a a new, a special uh, Canada Revenue Agency online portal, right? Do you, do you know if that's active
0: yet? Yes, no, and that's, that's what the delay is. So, you know, Morno during his uh, speech two days ago, he said that uh, they're working on that new portal and it, and then that's what's going to take three to six weeks.
1: Okay. And we have really no idea at this point how that's going to work. Uh, you know, presumably, you know obviously you'd have to enter all your information and then there'd be some way to, uh, I don't know, upload supporting documentation of this thirty percent loss. I, I don't I, you know who knows how that would work. or like you say, maybe it's mostly done on trust and it's just the threat of you know major punishment if they if people find out later that you've you've done the wrong thing.
0: Absolutely. So, it's going to take a while to get going. It's estimated to be a $71 billion program. One thing to note that's interesting is that the wage subsidy is taxable. So, it'll need to be reported as income. Oh, See, that's really important, right? Because where's the catch? Usually, when we talk (laughs) about government funding, businesses are always like, what's the catch? Well, that is the catch. Uh, Okay. The government gets you to keep your employees. Well, nobody wants to let let go of employees. Let's face this, right? They don't want to do this. Their their companies are faced with having to do this, right? Right. But if you know, if the government is saying to you that you know, keep your employees, we'll look after seventy five percent. And by the way, that other twenty five percent, you know, the government's saying that while they expect you to be able to top up that other twenty five percent, you know, they're not. They're not making that mandatory. They're just expecting you to do your best mm-hmm. to be able to pay that additional twenty five percent.
1: So let me see if I have this straight. So okay, so so the government is 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 giving you the money to pay your employees and you well, I guess I guess if you made money in your business you'd get taxed on that anyways. So I guess that's not, you know, that different. But it, it does seem a little bizarre that they're asking you to pay them back for money <laughs> yes. that they're giving you. <laughs>
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, well, anyways. Yeah.
0: Well, to be honest with you, that's how all government funding works, right? They'll that's give true. you the money, yeah. Yeah. but you're, you're still taxed on the money, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, okay. that's true.
0: So they've got to they've get it back somehow. And, you know, it's not just payroll taxes that are going on and, and paying for this.
1: Oh, I guess the other, the other point I, I saw somewhere today was that um, businesses that have not been in business, uh, that weren't in business last year at this time, uh, new newer businesses there was some talk of an uh, of that the, they are looking at options,
0: yes, yeah, so they you know while they gave some details um mm. there's nothing up on the c r a website as yet, so they're still trying to work out some of these little these little bugs i mean you'll need to have been on on payroll before you know March fifteenth right it can't be for you mm. know a new employee or or all of a sudden you know your payroll increases right they mm. they're not expecting to see any of that. Um, but yes, these details will be forthcoming.
1: Okay. Um, let's just take a quick run through. I'm on the, uh, the government website here with the big government announces details of the Canada emergency wage subsidy. It's, I've got a link to it on my coronavirus update today. And then after the, the nice quotes from uh, all the major ministers, there's a quick facts section here that kind of lists a lot of the things that, that, that are available. I'm going to get you maybe to to talk briefly about uh, about some of these. Um, all businesses, including self-employed individuals, can defer goods and services, uh, uh, GST, HST payments until June. Is that I, I guess they just they just don't even have to file something?
0: Um, yeah, that's correct. So they're deferring all all tax payments have been deferred from the federal and provincial. Government, I believe, with the um, federal government, they've been delayed till June. Everything has been delayed mm-hmm. uh, except payroll taxes. The government needs to pay for this or, or part of it somehow, so they need those payroll tax remittances still coming in. Okay. But HST, that has been um, that's been deferred till I believe it's uh, June thirtieth as have all provincial taxes. I can speak for Ontario. So all Ontario taxes, they've been deferred. So that would be employer health tax and also WSIB has yep. been deferred until September and so have property taxes. Okay. They've been deferred. That really depends on, on the city. So in the city of Toronto, for instance, that has um, been delayed as of March 16th for 60 days. I live in Mississauga, our businesses in Mississauga taxes here have been delayed for 90 days. I think the easiest way for a business to find out if they are paying property taxes is look up who your city councilor is and email them.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: And they'll yeah. get back to you.
1: Yeah. You often recommend that you like going through the city councilor or the, or the MPPs and stuff to find these things out. Right.
0: Yeah, I mean, some of these websites are so large now and very difficult to navigate. It might not be readily there for you. Whereas, if you happen to know who your city councilor is, a quick email and they'll get back to you quick enough.
1: Yeah, they usually have a pretty strong interest, especially for business people in uh, in uh, in replying to that stuff. So, yeah, good option. Um, yeah. What What do you know about the Canada Emergency Business Account? This is the twenty five billion dollar. Uh, $25 billion for financial institutions that can provide interest-free loans.
0: Okay, so that is supposed to be opening up. Um, what was announced by Trudeau was another $40,000 interest-free for the first year to small businesses. Yeah. And then I think for anything bigger than that, you would still need to be referred by your bank to either uh, BDC or EDC. And they're talking big loans of up to up to a couple, a couple of million dollars.
1: Okay, so you can get larger loans through, through those organizations if you, I guess, meet their requirements?
0: Uh, yes, yes. Okay. you need that referral, but yeah, definitely. Okay. Um, when I had met with BDC recently, they are definitely pushing funds, and they're, they're open for business, so they're really there to help Canadians. Okay. Um, Pat, I also want to speak about two other funds for business that we skipped. Sure. I wanted to touch base on the, um, the wage subsidy for up to 10%. As we spoke about, the wage subsidy is up to 75% where they're seeing a sales decline of, of 30%. Right. Um, you're Right. going to get some businesses that are actually doing extremely well during, during this, right? You know, construction, you could have something, um, a big project you're working on that you got to get out right now. And yeah. they're not going to qualify for that wage subsidy. What they do qualify for, however, is the 10% wage subsidy. So that's open to all other business.
1: And the 10%, at least in its initial, when they, when they first talked about it, that was for qualifying small and medium sized business. So I think it was what, under, under 500 employees or something like that, right?
0: Um, yes. And, and it had a limit of, um, $15 million in revenue the previous year. Oh, okay. So, so that is scrapped. So now it's open to any business. There is a cap per employee, however, and it's, um, one thousand three hundred and seventy five dollars per employee mm-hmm. and it's a maximum of twenty five thousand per employer okay but that and is still in it, place
1: and it is a it's one or the other right you can you can get the seventy five percent if you have the thirty percent revenue decline or you can use the ten percent wage subsidy correct
0: that's absolutely correct
1: okay okay yeah. so that's important to note
0: yeah and they both they both cover about the same period this covers a thirteen week period as well mm-hmm. and this can be self-administered so the way that you uh, take advantage of this is you deduct the subsidy from the tax portion of your payroll tax remittance okay so so your payroll taxes when you're when you're remitting them to the government there's taxes taken from your employees most three taxes would be cpp ei and the employee tax so you would make your calculation as to how much of a subsidy you qualify for and you'd subtract that from your tax portion. Right. Okay?
1: No matter how low income you are, they are, the employee's pretty much always having more than 10% taken off their check. So there shouldn't be any problem uh, covering that with just the payroll remittance, right?
0: You're right. But let's say there's instances where, like you're saying, there's an instance where the subsidy exceeds how much the tax payment is. Right. You just take it off in the future, okay. right? You take it off in future payments. Just keep your backup for calculations. I spoke to one client who qualified for this, and he'd already made his his tax remittance. He's uh, filing on a weekly basis. And I said, well, you know, the fact that you've just missed a tax payment, you can just take the subsidy going forward. You can, essentially, you can take the subsidy at any time, just yeah. as long as you have the backup.
1: Okay. Yeah, You said you had a couple of things. Was there another one? Yeah, And
0: then the program for the self-employed, the uh, Canada Emergency Response Benefit, and that would be for anyone who is self-employed. Okay. As long as they've earned $5,000 uh, last year in 2019, they'd be entitled to the benefit, which is a flat fee of $2,000 a month for the next four months.
1: And that's self-employed and only.
0: Self-employed only. They need to go to just my CRA. They need to go to the CRA website and it, they just, it's a walkthrough and they just simply apply for it.
1: Another thing that's on their website here, uh, small and medium sized enterprise loan and guarantee program that will enable up to $40 billion in lending. Oh, this is the, uh, this is the EDC. BDC? Uh, yeah. BDC yeah. Uh, uh, effort. So we've got that is out there. Um, work sharing. What, what is, what is that and how does it work?
0: Work sharing is where an employer will wants to keep the employee for a couple of days a week and then and then they that's all they have work for. So what they would do is they put them on work share. So in a scenario like this where you you don't have you don't have work for your employees, but maybe you have enough for two days mm-hmm. a week going through this pandemic, your employee needs to get money from someplace for the next three days. So you could apply for EI through the work sharing program for those three days that you're not able to keep your employee gainfully employed. Now, I would bring up work sharing. I'd say, yeah, work sharing is a great option. However, the amount of money that the company is going to get from the wage subsidy, the 75% wage subsidy, far exceeds the work sharing program. Right. Right? Yeah. Because you'd have to have your employee less than one day a week. So one day a week, they're earning 20% of what they would be earning there's such a small difference in pay, you know, pay them that other $50 or whatever and and keep them on payroll. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. That's well, that's all that's on my notes here, Bonnie. Anything else we wanted to touch on?
0: No, I I think that that's everything. Just that there's tax deferrals for everything except uh, payroll taxes, because that's what's helping pay for all of these relief efforts. And I think there's something here for everyone.
1: Okay. So let's just do this quickly. If you want the wage subsidy, we have to wait for this portal that'll be on the Canada Revenue Agency website. We have to wait for this portal to be launched. Correct?
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: Okay. Okay. Deferring taxes is obviously you just don't file them. If you want to take advantage of uh, EDC, BDC, loan guarantees and programs, you would go through your regular private bank, right? To get to that.
0: Yes. And get a referral
1: and get a referral to them. Okay. So you need that referral from your own bank. Don't bother trying to go to EDC BDC directly. Yeah. Income taxes is just a deferral. What about that other, there was another that The
0: $40,000.
1: is Yeah. From the the $40,000. Yeah, $40, is that your bank again?
0: That's your bank again.
1: That's your bank again. And if you're looking to get the, uh, CERP, the, uh, $2,000 for, uh, Self-employed people, how? Where do you go to get that?
0: Uh, that would be your My CRA account. I think most people they log on to their My CRA account, okay. um, probably for your personal taxes, right? The government's been trying to encourage everybody to get online, and if you've got access to that, then you'll be able to access the um, Canada Emergency Response Benefit online.
1: Great. Great. And they'd have a lot more luck getting people to go online if their website wasn't so hellish, which every, every year at tax time, I, I struggle with that thing. Oh man, it is the worst. Well, they, they, they have this weird authentication system. Like I, I realize they're trying to be super secure because it's, you know, your taxes, et cetera. You know, they wanted this different password and then all the other, other numbers and all this stuff that you don't have to do anywhere else. Anyways. That's my rant about the CRA website. Uh, oh, you're right. I, I've, I've even been in situations where I had to stop everything and wait for them to mail me something. Because this was the only way they would give me, they could give me a new password or something like that. I had to wait for snail mail to bring me a piece of paper with what they <laughs> wanted written up. It was probably my fault. I, I'm not an accountant, that's for sure. So, Bonnie, uh, this has been really helpful again. Uh, thank you so much. I'm sure that I'm sure that we'd be ten new things next week. Uh, so uh, I'm gonna keep you uh, on speed dial here and uh, and if we uh, if we have more to talk about, will you come back and join me?
0: Oh, absolutely. Pat, just happy to get this information uh, out to people because they really need it, and they're they're really in need of answers.
1: Tell the good people how to get a hold of you again, Bonnie.
0: They can reach me at bonnie b o n n y at akrconsulting.com, or you can reach me at 905-678-6368.
1: And that website is?
0: akrconsulting.com.
1: Bonnie, I want to thank you a lot for joining me here today. Uh, We will talk again soon. Everybody, uh, stay safe out there.
0: Thanks for listening to Glass Talk. You can find this episode at glasscanadamag.com or on the major podcasting services, Glass Talk is a presentation of Glass Canada Magazine and Annex Business Media.